everybody. Welcome back to the Bullhunter Podcast. I'm Moose Thunstrom. And I'm Adam Vokey. We are back at the Club Tap Room. Yep, we're back again. Thank you, Club Tap Room, by the way, for having us here. And uh, actually, Christine made us a drink this time. So, yep. Well, she, she poured me a Pepsi. Jack and Coke, hold the Jack. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hang out with your daughter after this, all right? Uh, yeah, I have a daughter-daddy date after uh, we're done. So, nice. What are you going to watch? We're going to go see Elvis. Oh, okay. She has been dying to see that since before it came out. Seriously? Yeah. I'll be damned. So, <clears throat> Brindley's an old soul, huh? Both my girls are. Are they? Yeah. So. We have a guest today. You do? The old mayor of Fort Morgan, Ron. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm oh. doing good. Ron Schaefer, I, I think we've met before. Um, did you do the police? When did the police... Uh, comedy show on brush did you end up getting to go to that or no no i didn't okay and i was out uh in the ocean fishing Something, at that's that time. right that's right that's right because rick bain our mayor contacted did you yeah, yeah but you guys uh, yeah. pitched in on that that was very cool of you uh ron's actually a big member of the nra around here in fort morgan i am uh we're part of the members of the uh well actually co-chair and my wife's the treasurer for morgan county friends of the nra and we do a lot of the uh banquets that we have once a year at home I'm out at uh, Long Meadows. Cool. Um, pretty good for banquet. Right. Um, they serve up a dinner. We have auctions. They, I think the last one we went through gave out 65 guns nice. that evening. So, yeah, it's usually held uh, around February, first part of February. Right. It's, uh, it's a good time. It is. Is it like, a- minded people getting together cool is it a membership thing nope don't have to be a member of okay. the nra you don't it's you come one come all Just families kids yep we have kids come out we do kids games cool uh, so yeah we put a flyer out each year and i'm gonna have to watch for that yeah Did well you? i can put i'll put you on our okay. our list and get a flyer I'm, to you i just joined the nra about two months ago so okay i'm a newbie a newbie <laughs> a newbie um so. Is there a website they can look at or a Facebook you have here for uh, local? There is a website. It's Morgan County Friends of NRA. Okay. And, uh, we try to keep things posted on there and put out a flyer. So, If you're interested in that, by the way, so what we'll do, Ron, is on the description of this uh, for YouTube or any of the, uh, the uh, podcast, look in the description. We'll have a link to that, that website so they can just check it out there. Also on uh, thebullhucker.com. Is our website you can check out we'll have a link to there under if you go to where it says uh as seen on the bullhucker we'll have a link to your stuff there so awesome you, yeah they can definitely click on if you're uh, wanting to join or just check out any of the events that's awesome um there's something else you you're into uh, i think christine was telling me oh <laughs> uh, you a uh, business or something uh i have my firearms business okay um, okay i have i do the uh Guns for the NRA. Okay. Um, and I've, I've done a lot of the uh, estate sales. Where okay. They have guns and that in there where I take them and do the background checks and okay. and such as that. So, and do a little bit of gunsmithing here and there. I don't really advertise. It's all word of mouth. I'm kind of friends and people that know me know how to get hold of me is there a secret knock you have to do when you you go there no just (laughs) see me on the street or give me a call okay and we can uh okay get you taken care of awesome awesome we'll try and put that information as well Well, so they can check you out man for sure that's good to know i have a shotgun i need you to look at you don't want to inject oh okay i can sure do that i do a lot for uh 
regular shooting clubs around here. Uh, they bring them in. They got more money than they than I do, I guess, and they want me to clean them, go through them, sure. and that. So, nice little side hobby and cool. It's nice little side hustle. Yeah, as That's my dad cool. said, if you enjoy what you're doing, you're never working. That's true. Yeah, right. find something you love, you'll never do another day of work in your life. Right? Exactly. Well, if you're uh, new to the podcast, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. What we do here is we bring on a guest. Today's Ron Schaefer. Uh, Ron's going to tell us three stories about his life. The kicker is only two of these stories are true. One's either made up, borrowed, or halfway made up. Now, Ron, don't go into a lot of detail to give it away, but is it a borrowed story? Is it a made up story or partially made up? Well, they're all true. One will be a little elaborated. So it's partially made up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, those, that's the most popular. Yeah, those are the most popular and the hardest. And, and well, actually, the borrowed, the borrowed is the, yeah, the hardest. Because it's a borrowed story. It's it's true. It's just somebody else's truth. True. Yeah, it's tough. Um, if you uh, would be so kind, hit the subscribe button. It's on the bottom right hand corner. It's a little red dot that subscribes to the podcast, helps us out, and it's a. Small click for you, but a huge click for us. Ba-boom. And also, no matter what you're on, uh, what uh, platforms, whether it be iHeartRadio, iTunes, whatever, or it's not iTunes anymore, is it? It's Apple Podcasts. It's, yeah. Um, leave a rating review. It's really appreciated. Adam will hug you in public. He's an amazing hugger. We've talked about that in length. Yep. He's High a, five. He, hug. It's up to you. It's, it's not creepy, Ron. It's just the right amount of pressure. He gives you two, two strong pats. Pats. Right, you don't feel weird about it the whole time. You feel like you've been hugged, and you feel like you've been loved a little bit, but not in the weird way where you have to get a lawyer involved. So that's good. <laughs> no, no lawyers. No, no lawyers. No lawyers for this, Mr. Vokey. So, Ron, are you ready to tell some stories, my man? I'm here ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Okay, Adam, you want to read them off to us? We got Halloween porch prank, Reno job gone wrong, collecting debt from friend. Okay. Um, all right. Well, am I picking first? Or am I picking first? You pick first. Uh, you picked first the last time we were here. So, okay. So Halloween porch pranks. I know you know me. I always know the one I want to hear the most. So I try and save that one to the last. Although the last time we were here, the Lisa, you picked the 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 boomer on the first one, yeah, man. She came, was... she came out hot with her first story. I was <laughs> like, it was a great story, man. Very interesting. So, um, you know, I. Out of all these, I'm going to go ahead and pick collecting debt from friends because I've always told my grandfather, never, if you want to get rid of somebody, lend them money. You'll never see them again. <laughs> Grandpas know a lot. Grandpas know a lot. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, well, this was back, I grew up in San Diego, and uh, I had a guy that I went through high school with. He was a year behind me. Um, he graduated, and his dad was a preacher, kind of a, an odd family structure right uh, mark was one of those that a wheeler dealer and you always wondered uh, what his true motives were at times and he had come up and said oh he was doing just fantastic and about a month later i had ran across him i was i got transferred and was working up in riverside i came back down to san diego for long weekend and uh, we're sitting there talking and he says I really need to borrow some money Deb and I are having a tough time and you know I'm short on cash and my dad's got this big deal in the wind so 400 bucks <laughs> seven late 70s was a chunk of change for 
for me. Yeah, with inflation now, that's a couple grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. a couple tanks of gas. <laughs> <laughs> like like two. Yeah, yeah a couple. Yeah, well, it depends. <laughs> Mine's about 150 yeah. right now in right. my pickup. But, you know, I thought, okay, I'll, I'm, I like Deb, and Mark was an okay guy, son of a preacher. So I gave him the money, and uh, I went back. I came back from Riverside, and I had quit my job. And I was moving to Colorado with my my wife, and well, she was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, so I went to his house to pick up the money. He said he would have it, and as we were sitting there, shooting the breeze, having a beer, and all of a sudden somebody busted in the door, and about five guys came in. And stuck guns to our head. Oh my! Yeah, it was pretty traumatic. And uh, they pushed me into the one, the first bathroom right off the living room. And they had Mark going through all of his stuff in the house and wanting all this. Well, when they came out, they had a big bag of white powder. Oh jeez! And it was crank, not methamphetamine, whatever it was, but it was called crank at the time. And took my wallet, scammed it. I mean, they just flat-ass robbed us. Right. Uh, Mark, he jumps up, and he's all Twitter-pated about it. Yeah. And, uh, we sat there, and he goes, well, I guess that's the end of your money. Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> you, you can get the money, Mark. I'm yeah. leaving in a week. And uh, he just kind of put me off and put me off. And I'm, he had a garage full of three-wheelers and compressors and well what he was doing was you want some crank here you go you can't pay he would take all this merchandise in and he had a garage full of it right sell some of this stuff i'm out of here i'm leaving and that's I, that money was going to help me and donna get out of color california to colorado right and uh he said all right well I, i'll have your money by wednesday so I go back over Wednesday, and he's giving me the him and hawing, and, and then I, I got pissed. I said, yeah, I know you've got the money here somewhere. You're just right. you're putting me off is what he was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing so he had a big can of gasoline in there, a little three-gallon. I took it, and I swung it around in his garage all over the shit, just a little whirly bird. Yeah. And I said, Mark, I'm going to give you about five minutes to go in there and get me my $400, or I'm going to light this trail into your garage. <laughs> 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 probably, you know, hindsight probably wasn't the smartest way to go about it, but hey. it sure got me my $400 right, back. And right. uh, to this day, I just, I still have never seen or heard of him, but. Uh, he did get arrested right at just before they passed that law where if you were within a certain range of a high school, he would uh, right. go to prison sure. immediately and pretty substantial penalty for it. Well, he got arrested just before that law passed and then he was manufacturing methamphetamine Ugh. right next to a school. Right. And... Uh, 
So that was the last I've ever seen of him. But I did get my four hundred dollars back. And That's good. Probably wasn't the most appropriate way, but you know what's your money, dude? I'm surprised he tried to borrow money from him. If he's got a room full of ATVs and everything else, like well, I mean, you know, it was all just stuff. Right. He had compressors. He had tools. He had right. Just and he was a wheeler dealer, and I guess moral is. Preacher's sons and daughters aren't yeah. always what they're uh, supposed to be. Isn't Didn't that, learn from mom and dad. Well, no, isn't that the, isn't that the truth, though? The worst kids are always cops' kids, mm-hmm. preacher's kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are always the ones that are tough, though. I, uh, that's a crazy story, right? It's like a little, so it was like a, like a little pawn shop in there. That's what I was saying, like a little drug dealer pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah, well, when they arrested him um, for sell- manufacturing the meth. Right. Uh, they found semi trailers full of that type of stuff. Oh wow! So yeah, he was. Uh, what year was this wrong? You think? Seventy uh, seven. I'll be down. Yeah, that's nuts. That's insane. That's. I mean, well, he was a pioneer then, I guess. Huh? I don't know when well, that hit the scene, but it's... he was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the other people don't try. Nobody trusted him after right. that. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it was it was quite a time in life. Right. I uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's my grandfather. That's what he said. Never lend people money. Cause you, you know, no, I'll tell you what. It was pretty harrowing having right. coming in there and having a gun stuck to your head. I bet it was a house raid essentially. Yeah, it, well, it yeah. was. It was a home invasion because right. they kicked the door in, came in. We were sitting in the kitchen area, and it. it well, because they know that stuff's in there. You know. Well, they did. They did. They had their little ski masks and right kerchiefs on and yeah they went right through there grabbed mark took him wow. in the back and that's crazy. got his safe and then they come walking out with his bag of dope well right he'd taken my four hundred dollars <laughs> to get what he needed to get what he had right right you want to tell those guys like can you just leave 400 bucks for me guys i mean yeah, you know, I'm, this is so I'm, just, I'm out of here anyway i'm just <laughs> he gave me a free beer yeah <laughs> that's uh I remember when I was working for Budweiser, old Evie there, East Platte Liquor. Yep. He made me laugh because he he had done that. He had, some guy was in there begging him for a forty, a King Cobra or something. And I'll pay you tomorrow. And Steve goes, "Yeah, great," and gives it to him. I go, "Steve, just give it to him." He goes, "Instead of having him in here begging me every day for a forty, I give it to him. So now I won't, I won't see him for another two weeks because he'll be dodging me." And I go, "You know what, Steve?" And it cost it cost Steve a buck forty nine to have two weeks apiece. So. <laughs> I thought, you know what? Yeah. You've been at this a long time. You see, smart Steve's man, pretty sharp. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty, good dude. Yeah, he is. He's a, yeah, they're, he is. they're good people. They're all, all the EBs. They're they're good folks. So, what do you think about that, Vogue? That was that was. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the the method you used to collect the money. Yeah, it might not be you know, the best, but it was effective nonetheless. Yeah, it was very very effective. <laughs> he immediately went into whatever safe he had back there. And he tells I people, had my four hundred bucks. He tells he tells people don't don't borrow money from Ron Schaefer. That some bitch will light you on fire to get it back. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I parked my car and my pickup in the driveway, and I just happened to look there and was like, ah, bullshit, because he was telling me he was getting ready to go to the desert. <clears throat> no, nope, you're not going anywhere. And, yeah, but I imagine it smelled like gasoline for quite a while because I spared no 
it was three gallons in a whirly bird situation. Right, right. <laughs> if you did nowadays, though, I wouldn't give you 400 bucks because you just spilled 600 bucks with the gas on the damn floor. <laughs> I would have just took the gas can. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's like, please take the meth of the money. It's worth less. <laughs> please. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's a, that's a great story. Ron, we are two for two at the club tap room. People coming in hot yeah, on these stories. stories to start out with. <laughs> All right, Moki, pick it up, bud. Okay, so I, I'm kind of doing the moose thing here. I know what I want to hear. Right. So I want to, hopefully it's the same one you want to hear, so okay. I'm going to save it for last. I'm going to go Halloween porch prank. Oh, uh, no, I wanted to hear that one last. That's cool. Oh, okay. no, 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 let's do it. That's what you All want. Right. Let's, let's hear the Halloween. Okay. Halloween um, porch prank. Well, we uh, we were still in high school. Uh, we had a bunch of us guys, kids that ran around. Uh, we were juniors and seniors. Right. And, uh, well, no, it wasn't, because we would have been driving by then. Um, so we were probably ninth, 10th grade. And uh, this guy came up. We all rode, rode dirt bikes and raced and, and that. And this jerk-off came up to a, one of our friends and ran into his motorcycle and trashed it. Right. Smashed up the tank and, and that. And we had a drive-in theater called the Ace Theater, and where right by where we live and he lived right on the corner there and so a couple of weeks went by and this guy would come by where we were hanging out at a buddy's house and he'd flip us off and scream and <laughs> holler at us um, just kind of a real asshole right so Halloween come up and we were all sitting up at uh, Gary Summers' house and partying in the garage and shouldn't have been drinking but we were having a few beers right and so we all get the bright idea gary says hey somebody go shit in the bag <laughs> we're gonna go light it on the porch for buttheads right, right porch right, right so they get uh, the bright idea and we're as we're hanging there it's like no we want to really do it so they get double up these big paper shopping bags that you got back then and about two or three guys went back there and took a dump in it. <laughs> so where did those little tongs you have is what they were carrying it with. So we all marched down there, and there's probably ten of us yeah. that are there. We all just circle this house, and Gary walks up to the porch and sets it on there, and we had taken a little bottle of lighter fluid, sure. but it was gas, and... You're a dangerous man with the gasoline. I'm no, this right was not me. Okay. I was I was hiding behind the car <laughs> okay, in the okay. front yard. Okay. And uh, Gary gets up there and he pours the gas on it and stuff. And he looks around. Everybody's hidden, and so he lights the or knocks on the door first. Uh, lights the bag and it just booms. It doesn't gradually go up with lighter fluid. It was gasoline and just went. It singed right. his eyebrows and shit. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, his door swings open, and he lived by himself, and when the, the door opened, it was his grandmother. His grandparents were visiting, and she opens the door and she says, oh my God, Grandpa, there's a fire on the porch. Well, the butthead, he comes running out, going to be Mr. Studley and save Grandma and Grandpa. Well, Gary yeah. didn't have a chance to get up and run too far. There was a bush sitting right there. This guy comes out, and he takes a huge swipe at this fire to knock it off the porch. Right. 
end result, he's covered and head to toe with crook <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, in the process, a big clump of that in a paper bag flies up and hits Gary on the side of the head. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we all bust up, and about two seconds later, we're just all running everywhere. It was like a bunch of cockroaches coming out of the lights. Right. The us kids are running everywhere. They're running to the drive-in theater and scampering under the fence. And, right. And shit. This guy comes out. And he jumps in this car. Get And it must have been a shit show because it went everywhere. And he climbs back out of there, didn't get it started, and was just screaming and hollering because he got a bunch of shit in his car right, right. he didn't know which way to go he ran this way he went that way and both of his parents or grandparents were just sitting there on the porch watching him <laughs> that wasn't a very smart thing to do elmer yeah, yeah. <laughs> elmer <laughs> we never knew his name until they brought they said it that night yeah, yeah. Like, you look like an elmer you asshole <laughs> sitting on a bridge that's good that's uh it serves him a little bit right i guess you know yeah Yeah, it did he was and and there was no need for what he did to gary i mean it was a new bike well it was new to him right right you know in high school you don't have a lot of money what you get is precious to you yeah yeah well i agree uh the thing i'm thinking i'd hate to be the third or fourth guy having to shit in that bag (laughs) (laughs) so you won't be the first guy to to christen that bad boy dan if i'm gonna light it i guarantee you it's gonna be lighter fluid (laughs) yeah we got back to gary's house and he had it and luckily the paper that hit him the shit was on the other side of it so it didn't get all over him but it was still the thought of it and all of us just were sitting there thinking, oh, Gary's got a turd. I hope it wasn't his. <laughs> I hope it was his. You just want to be your own. <laughs> oh, but it was funny. Yeah. And you, young days and oh, stupid yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. But couldn't get away with half that stuff nowadays. I was just going to say that, man. There'd be assault. It'd be all kinds of stuff. Didn't have these, man. Oh, thank God. Thank Some of God. this stuff. We were talking about that yesterday at that barbecue. Um, I'm glad growing up I didn't have my cell phone. Oh, you and me both. At 16 years old, I could I would be dodging stuff right and left on that thing, you know. And oh. If it pulled up your memories 30 years ago on this day, I'd be like, <laughs> oh god. Well, I definitely wouldn't have been mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the city council brush. That might not have happened either, you know. Or yeah. maybe it would have happened. They'd been like, that's just him, you know. Yeah. So that's a that's a great story, man. That's uh kind of where i thought that was gonna go so uh um what do you think adam i, I like that one yeah it's uh yeah it's, so do it's i fun so old school pranks that's 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 that prank's been around for so long so man. long so i mean you would think if you open your door and there's a flaming bag on there you're like do i let it burn the house down or do i get shit on my shoe because i need <laughs> i'm not fooled anybody <laughs> I just uh, start peeing on it, I guess. Just, you know, double, <laughs> double, double down on it. So. Yeah, if I looked and saw a fire on my porch, I'm going to go around the back and come out and surprise the hell out of it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. All right, we got two good stories down, Vokey. One left. The one you want to hear, Repo Job Gone Wrong. Reno Job. Reno, sorry. Reno. Reno. Oh. Reno. 
boo. Yeah, it was a Reno job. I have a brush high school education, Ron. It's going to show many times this podcast. <laughs> I was never given much credit for my penmanship, so <laughs> understand. Re- reading and writing is just for the rich folks, Mama said. <laughs> yeah, I can speak it. So, um, back uh, right after I got out, I left uh, my job up in Riverside. I was working for uh, uh, Hardwood Flooring Company. And we went and installed hard specialty hardwood floors. We did uh, basketball gyms, racquetball courts, uh, restaurants, and just specialty stuff. And the guy we worked for that owned it was Beaton's Hardwood Flooring. And Dave Beaton, nickname was Lucifer. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he he looked like him. I mean, Dave was a straight businessman. How he functioned, I I, to this day don't know. Uh, But we would go and take all these jobs. Well, we were up around Sunnyvale in Northern California, and we were based out of San Diego. So we would go up there and and, uh, do a job. Well, he picked up a job of some guy wanted him to come by Reno on the way back from Sunnyvale and sand, finish, and game line a uh, basketball court and some racquetball courts for a gym that they were starting up and going to have a quick opening on. So we come in there and spent the extra days, knocked it out really hard. Well, while we were there, we sanded it, we got it all prepped and ready to do the game line and then put the urethane coating over the top of it. Well, Dave was enjoyed his beverage uh, quite a bit. So we're at that point, we can blow the rest of this out the following day. So we go, and that was back when you could go to Vegas and have the steak dinner for five bucks, uh, you do a buffet. Right. So we went and did that, had uh, some drinks and what have you. And Dave was uh, Jack and Coke, but it was Jack and Coke. Right. Uh, equal size glasses. Right, right. And so we did that, and Dave says, You boys ever been to the Mustang Ranch? <laughs> what do they got a job there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I was never familiar with it. So we pull up there, and it's like, <laughs> wow, this looks like a prison. There's big pearly gates, and you walk up there, they buzz the gates open for you. And so we go in there, and all these gals line up. Hell, we're 18, 19 right. years old. Prime. Wow. Pick the one you want or go to the bar and take the one you're, you fancy. They're just... Make yourselves at home. So we're sitting there just 18, man. We're in heaven. Wow, my God, yes. (laughs) So, well, we spend a bit of our money. Uh, Then we go leave there. We go back and get in the casino, and uh, Dave gets in there, and he's the only one. We're not 21. What's up, Dave? Yeah, exactly. So he's coming back. Well, he keeps coming back to where we're at in the hotel and he goes hey i'm on a streak but i need some more money so we're okay he's the boss he's one giving our money yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're giving him all our per diem money and oh shit the next morning dave wakes up and, and he would always when he comes to bed 
opens a beer, sets it on his nightstand, and a shot of whiskey. First thing in the morning, he gets up, slams that, lights a cigarette, pops up in bed, and I don't know how he never had a hangover, but my God, that guy could drink. Well, you got to not be drunk for a while to have a hangover, Ron. <laughs> probably. <that's, laughs> if you're always drunk, the hangover that's never comes. probably you know? true. Probably true. So he uh, comes in and wants to go to breakfast. And he asks all of it, how much money you got? Well, you took all mine last night. Did you lose it all? Oh, son of a bitch, yeah. He said, I got in there and, you know, I wasn't thinking. I was thinking about them gals and... <laughs> Oh, shit, what are we doing here, Dave? Yeah. Well, we're going to go back over and finish that job. We'll get it all game-lined. We'll lay this stuff out, and I'll get the guy, the GC, that's starting it. He'll front me some money, and, and that. we're going to get paid for this job when we leave because it's a rush job. So we had to work into the night, and Dave had this huge generator that ran all these new metal halide lights in there, and we got it all game line finished hadn't eaten right nothing and dave says uh all right we're done give me some my pay me give me my money and uh he said give me some of it in cash so we can make it back down to san diego and the guy says oh, i can't give it to you i gotta i'll mail it to you right dave says that's not what i said we would do and he says i'm gonna tell you right now that urethane is not dried I'm going to take this generator and I'll fire this son of a bitch up blow every one of those light bulbs out there you'll have glass on the floor and you won't open for a year because you'll get it done and the guy said ah oh, bullshit no no you can't hey Dave went out and started the generator and he said all I got to do is flip this switch and the guy said just hold on um, no big deal I'll, right. I'll go get you some of it. I can't get you all of it. I'll mail you your check. So we're sitting there waiting for it, and uh, all of a sudden the guy comes back. He gives Dave four hundred bucks. That four hundred bucks has followed me forever. <laughs> and Dave said, "No, that's going to get us fuel and stuff back." So Dave ends up firing up that generator. Oh man! And sure as shit he blew every one of those lights out of there and that thin glass went down and was embedded in that urethane oh. so they postponed their their deals and so we went to a pawn shop and all the floor sanders and all the equipment we had we pawned it in the pawn shop i called my girlfriend and she oh. was pissed wouldn't send us any money uh dave's wife she knew Dave, so they, <laughs> you ain't getting shit, bud, on your own. Dave's wife yeah. isn't Dave's wife anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, she yeah. wasn't. When he shot the Christmas tree with a shotgun one night, that was that was the end of Dave's wife he, being here. Why would he do that? Well, he liked Jack and Coke. <laughs> and, he, and his temperament would change. All right, okay. So, yeah, he could be a me. He came by the nickname Lucifer. Oh, that's right. Honestly. That's right. So, um <laughs> But we pawned all of our equipment for pennies on the dollar. Right. And all of us in one, we drove one uh, box van back there with all of us in there, left the rest of the equipment in the truck up there so we could get back home and get down there. And uh, Dave gathers some money. The guy sends him his uh, check. Well, actually, it wasn't his check. It was one of those... Uh, 
cease and desist orders or whatever oh. it was called then because they were going to sue him and take him to court. So he calls me and asks me to ride back up with him to Reno to pick this up. Now, I'm just with a girlfriend, and she's having no part of it. Right. I wasn't going to. No, I'd had enough. I was done working right. after that one. So I don't know whatever transpired with the last of that. <laughs> uh, he died shortly after that of oh, unnatural no. causes. Um, natural or unnatural? Unnatural. Okay. Uh, so Can I ask what that means? Well, he was shot. Oh. So Lucifer caught up with him. Uh, yeah. But rest in peace, Dave. You were one hell of an army bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he wanted to go back up and, and pick up his equipment and stuff, and he couldn't get any of us to go. Right. I mean, he had to start from scratch. Sure, but when you burn guys, you got you can't expect him to, you know. Well, he was always good for his money. I yeah. mean, if he owed it to you, he would pay you, but if he if you told him, hey, let me borrow this, I'll pay you back on Monday, I wanted it at 2 o'clock. I mean, he was very precise, and if time didn't come, he was—he'd go Guido on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's funny. Is that where you learned the fuel trick to get your money back? That's from him. You know, that just might be because Mark worked with him as well. Uh, he was—it's all connected. You know, yeah, it could it's all be. connected. I never really thought about that, but Adam, you could be right. Yeah, like, what would what would Lucifer do? That's right. <laughs> Wrong yeah. big book of Lucifer tricks. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the only bad one I ever pulled. I hope. Yeah, you yeah. know what? It, 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 you do what you got to do, man, to get your cash back. I thought that said repo job. I was, I was all excited for the repo job. Great yeah. story, though. Yeah, Great it was, story. It was interesting. I had about three or four others, and I was like, well, hell, which ones do I want to go with? Well, I mean, you can always come back on the podcast, too. It's, um, we can always have Ron 2.0. Part 2. <laughs> part 2. Yeah. Part yeah. two. Uh, do you have a repo yeah. story? No, oh. no. Because <laughs> I had a repo story about our old boss, Rick, from Budweiser. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember Rick. It was, remember. Uh, his name was Rick Bain, not the old mayor of Brush, Rick Bain, different Rick I, Bain. But, I know uh, Rick. As a, hmm, yeah, he no, worked for Pawnee. Yeah, no, not that Rick Bain. That's a good man. But, uh, yes, he is. They both are good guys, but we're for Budweiser, and uh, Rick had came in. He was our boss, and I was washing the truck. We had to wash the truck every week. And Rick says, uh, you got any other clothes besides your Budweiser clothes? And I go, yeah, i got to change the clothes in the car. He goes, we'll change. You want to make a couple hundred bucks tonight? I go, uh, okay. I go, what's going on? He goes, well, I repo cars on the side for a living. You know, for extra cash, I repo cars on the side. Ever told you the story? Yeah, no, no, really? No. I'll be damned. I said, uh, okay, you know. So he had this old beat-up truck, and we climbed in there. And I go, uh, so what do we do? He goes, well, you paid 300 bucks, I think it was. I'll give you 150 and I'll take 150. We'll pull up, you'll get in the car, we'll drive back to the lot. Okay. I said, What are we picking up? He goes, A Porsche. I go, I gotta be honest, I don't think I can fit in a Porsche. You know? <laughs> he goes, It'll be fine, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. And Rick's, he was, no, he was notoriously ornery, like one of the most ornery men I've ever met in my life. So we're driving, he goes, Open the glove compartment. I go, Okay. There's a pistol in there. He goes, Pull that gun out, put it on the seat. I go, What's, what's, What's that for? He goes, sometimes when you take people's cars, they shoot at you. I shoot back. <laughs> I go, oh, okay. At this point, I'm doing this like pumping myself up, Ron. Like, I'm ready to get down. Like I'm a huge target, Ron. You shoot at me, you're going to hit get me. Yeah, someone, someone's in me. So it turns out he there was no car. There was no repo. He wanted to help moving a big piece of carpet he saw in someone's alley. <laughs> he pulls up. He's like, 
let's grab this carpet. I go, and the car. He goes, there's no car, asshole. You're not making money. <laughs> I help him with that damn carpet. And he's like, now go wash your truck. I go, I hate you so much. I hope I hate oh, you so much. If I, if I find out this carpet's stolen, I'm going to rat. I'm going to snitch on you so hard, you piece of shit. So, yeah. I never told you that story with Rick. The gun part kind of was started to ring in some bells. Yeah, but... yeah. Yeah, I shoot back. I wasn't I wasn't at all prepared for that. So <laughs> Slapping yourself, pounding your chest. <laughs> yeah, I was, getting after this. You're ready to go to war, Ron. Like, <laughs> shit's going down. Let's do this, you know, for 150 bucks. bucks. You know, uh, the but, things we do, Baron. I need the hundred and fifty bucks. I so, know, you know that time. I was ready to squeeze my fat ass into a Porsche nine eleven, <laughs> drive it like the big gorilla on that cartoon. What was it? Great babe. Uh, yes, whatever it was. <laughs> okay, what'd you think about that story? You I, I liked it. It was that was a good one too. Uh, that's construction based. That's up your alley. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh, yeah, he's he's a safety guy for a construction company. So okay, work for Big Johnson Construction. So oh, all right, you guys did the field house. Yep, we did. Oh, does yeah. it, did you guys really? Yeah. yeah, you were the mayor we for the local. Okay. I was, I was. Yeah. That was, and we had our uh, city manager. We tasked him with, here's what you got for the field house: ten million bucks. Doing it. That's it. We're not going anywhere over it, and. Steve went out and did under ten million bucks. Used local contractors uh, nice. quite a bit. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long were you mayor for, Ron? Uh, six years. I was on council for ten. Uh, I, well, I worked for the city. I started in '82. Okay. Um, I was a directory of where I started wastewater treatment plant, and then I worked up to the. Uh, Director of Utilities. Um, I left the city in 2006, ran for council, and was on council for 10 years. Nice. And, and ran six years as mayor consecutive. So That's awesome. Yep. I only had one challenger in all those races I had, and it was Ryan and I. Ryan ran against me. All right. Sorry about that. We're back. The TV had started... Uh, and I started, I think it's coming through your microphone. I started hearing those voices. And I'm like, <laughs> does anybody, what's in this Jack and Coke? <laughs> well, anybody else I, I heard him too. So. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, that's what I tell Adam. I thought my voices were coming back from haunting <laughs> me from my past. You guys give those voices too. Shit, it's contagious. <laughs> we were uh, talking about you being mayor, Ron. Yeah, so I had uh, I'd you, done mayor. and You only had one contender, you said. Yeah, the one time I first ran for mayor when it was Ryan and I. Ryan Stroh. Oh, did he? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. And every time he says, damn, I'm glad you got that. <laughs> <laughs> I got in on a recall. So they'd recall the lady in brush, and that's when I ran yeah. about it. So I only, well, my second term now, the first term was three out of the four years she did the first leg of it. So I finished off the last three. So. Um, but yeah, that's a that's quite an accomplishment. The uh, field house, I know that was a voted down quite a bit in the past years, right? Well, you know, uh, the recreation side of, of Morgan has had just the armory. I mean, it didn't suit the needs for what they wanted to do for the recreation right. side of things in Morgan. We've got a hell of a baseball field down a Riverside Park, and and that, and they. Did that? What was a one Morgan County where they were going to have a countywide recreation district? Morgan Strong or something. Morgan Strong. Yep, yep. Morgan Strong. Yeah, and uh, 
that came in and it got and we had been in the process of moving forward with field house right um for just for Fort Morgan side of things and people get a lot of that misconstrued that well we voted that down and right you guys went ahead and built it anyway we were already doing we had went and got the financing and borrowed the money for it and that's where the 10 million dollars came up had we built that or proceeded with it uh, Morgan Strong would have had to buy that from the city or pay okay pay for it so we when that got voted down we went ahead and did it and like I said earlier, Steve was tasked by council to, you got 10 million bucks, build us what you can. They came in under the $10 million pretty substantially. Like I said, they used local businesses. Right. Uh, Big Johnson constructed it and did a hell of a job. We had, That facility is unbelievable. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a nice place. I do boot camps over there in the mornings with Sella. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a nice place to yeah, work out. Yeah, it is. It is really, really something for Steve to put a feather in his hat. I uh, I've not had a chance to go check it out yet. I should cruise over and check it out. But uh, no, it's something cool. I mean, it's good for the city. It's good for this mm-hmm. the community to have something like that. You know, so because the one big uh, peeve I have is when people tell me there's nothing to do for the kids. kids. I'm like, come on, man. You know. That's because they have no imagination anymore, you know? I know they said and play the... If it's not on the phone, they're not interested, man. Yeah, so. I know. We went out and to dinner one night. Look around, and it's amazing. Nobody is visiting. All, the whole table is like this waiting for their meal. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'll tell you what my pet peeve is with phones. I went to... Uh, Bob's talk just happened. Yep. I didn't get to go last night. Uh, uh, Starship fan. But I like Eve 6. That's my generation. So I went to the Friday night concert. And I'm jamming out, man. You know, that's what concerts are for. And I look around, and what are people doing? On their phone. Or they're filming the damn concert. Put the damn phone down and enjoy the There's moment, no man. I know. Be in the moment. You know, I mean, I understand that your favorite song is played, I guess, to, to tape it, I guess, or film it. I, why, man? Right. And they're well, the, playing music. Just in, just in, I, what's better than listening to live music on a warm summer night? night. There's nothing, dude. For free. For free, yeah. for God's sakes. And that Bob stock has gotten massive, man. That thing has gotten so big. Man, I'll tell you what. Wayne Johnson and his daughters put on a phenomenal they do. Well, event I remember for Fort Morgan. When Bob stock first started, my ex-wife now, but my wife at the time worked out at KFTM for um, for Wayne. So I got, you know, we helped set it all up and all that. Marty? Yep. And... Uh, so, and the first one was down there in the, the Riverside, the Park. Riverside Park. Right. Beer Garden and, was in the little in ice rink. Hockey, hockey rink, yeah. Yep. Wow. So, it's, it's came a long way since yeah, that first yeah. year. Well, so, Morgan yeah. County is growing, man, as it will continue to grow. So. It is. You know, we have some pretty unique events. Like I said, right. by Wayne Johnson and Melissa and Lindsay and them, they put they do a fantastic job with that one. we got the car shows. Right. There's a lot of pretty decent events right come in here yeah it's getting better it's getting better getting better something for the kids to do for the kids okay well ron what we do is we uh rock paper scissors to see who has to try and guess first on which one is not true ron when you rock paper scissors how do you do it three yeah boom 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 uh, i am telling you it's two in a row that's two in a row dude it's uh 
for me, it's crazy because the first year we did it, the four pumping thing that he does dominated the three pumping. It was not even close. Because yeah, I'll, I'll go rock, paper, scissors, then shoot. See, I'm with you, Ron. I go boom, boom. Yeah, we. I always did it as a kid with three. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. And you know what's crazy, Ron? Did you know there was a difference between it before it came up? Did you know there was a, there are two different ways to do it? No. See, neither did I until we figured out we were doing it two different ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, enlighten me. I want to learn my son for the day. <laughs> so, like you and I do, we go boom, boom, and then show you whatever. Uh-huh. He goes rock, paper, scissors, and then shows. Yeah, so I go a fourth one and then fourth one, whatever. Then. Before he shoots. So huh. we didn't understand. He kept I, I was shooting before he was shooting, and that's why I kept getting my ass kicked, Ron. I couldn't figure out. <laughs> I couldn't figure out why I was throwing rock every time. Yeah. And I was like, well, because I'm not done. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting old, Ron. I ain't got time for the extra pump shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I've always done it three. It's, it's, it's crazy. I don't think people realize there's two different ways to do it. Huh. And it's getting to be like a contentious thing where people are like, why would you do it the other way? People get so crazy about it. It's like, it's the right way, you animals. So yeah. we're doing three again we're doing three again all right we did four just now didn't we yep yeah so you're starting to pollute my mind you <laughs> bastard <laughs> you, th- you threw paper last time so I thought, yeah. and i yeah. threw scissors so i'm thinking okay he's thinking i'm gonna do scissors so he's gonna go rocks all over it. it's like battle strategy right now yeah, like, yeah, we try to get yeah. each other's heads we stare each other against you i can see where yours would be logical yeah Nah, man. Ready, set, go. Down, set, hut. There it goes go. three, man. That four pump shit. That's that's the devil's work. That's Lucifer's, Lucifer's work. Lucifer's work. Okay. <laughs> Do you have one in mind? Not at all. <laughs> you did a good job, Rod. Those are three great stories. No idea. Um, <sighs> Do you have one you think might be true? Absolutely. No. You think well, all yeah. of them. Okay. <laughs> like it's gonna be just a. Stupid guess, but <clears throat> if I get this right, I'm going to say Reno job gone wrong. Um, just because I've never seen a generator blow up lights before. That's the only reason. Because I was an electrician. I've never seen metal halide like lights it. explode. I'm really? not saying it won't, but I've never seen it or heard of it. So that's that's the only reason why I pick it up. Okay. Um, I think the Halloween porch prank is true. That's a fun story with friends. You tell people because you got a buddy you shit on his face, and so you tell everybody, right? That's that's that is that is my game, Ron. If that happened to my friends, if it happened to me, we would never talk about it. I would never bring it up in conversation. But if it happened to him, I'd be like, remember the time you got shit on your face, Adam, trying to get that guy? I would. Uh, you would. You wouldn't live it down. That's all I'll say. Uh, the Reno job gone wrong. I'm gonna say that's true too. I'm gonna go with the uh, collecting a debt from a friend now. I'm reluctant to take that one because sometimes on this podcast, people have crazy outrageous stories that are true. And that's where they bring it on because that is obviously what I call a trap, you know, because it's a crazy ass story to where someone like me is like, I don't know, man. So I'm going to trust that's not the situation here. So I'm going to go with a collecting debt from a friend. I mean, I think that most of that might've been true, but maybe the part with you throwing the gas or something, maybe the exaggerated part. That's where I'm going to go with that. So I'm going to go collecting debt from a friend. You're going to go with Reno job gone, gone wrong. wrong. Ron, you want to flip that board over and see what's going on? Halloween, we got us both. He got us both. I'll be damned. Welcome to the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, Ron. What What is not true about the Halloween prank? Steve didn't get shit on his face. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
You know what? Congratulations, Ron. That's hard to do. It's hard to do when we both pick one. Yeah, when we pick different. So, yeah. I mean, when we team up on one, yeah, the odds are going to your favor. Wow. So, yeah. he didn't get shot on his face. So, the Reno job gone wrong is true. It is. It was. He cranked the voltage for that. Amperage the amperage up, up on that thing. generator. Wow. And that blows it hot, didn't it? Yeah. See, you learned something new. I learned once. something new. Yeah, that's crazy. And the collecting debt from a friend. you uh, That was 100% true story. Wow. True story. Crazy Ron Schaefer to still oh. <laughs> And yeah. you know if that guy's still alive or not or any of that. Yeah, he is. Is he really? still alive. Yeah, I have uh, guys that we went through high school well and dropping quicker than I like. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's still out there scamming again. I'll he was, be damned. He uh, last I heard, he was had started a church. <laughs> oh, and the reason for the church is because tax exempt. He, oh, sure. So yeah, he's he's a scammer. He'll but never lose it. And they're starting to crack down on that too, though. That tax exempt from the church stuff. Certain yeah. churches, man. So I don't know. It's you know, and, and the sad part is, Ron. I hate to say this, although you made your point that day. If he's that much of a scammer, that's probably something that doesn't even poke out in his mind anymore. He's probably been threatened and in, in, in oh, his yeah. life, threatened, and probably uh, people try to kill him all the time. Well, so I know he's had his uh, guns pointed at him. He's been threatened with gas. He's right. been in prison. Uh, right. So I don't, how he got out of prison, I, I, I mean, <laughs> just a stroke of luck because right. it wasn't too much longer after that that he uh, they passed that law if you were within a certain distance of a school right his house that he was doing that at backed up right to a school playground so I'll be down you know what and that's a great law by the way it is it's a fantastic I agree with it 100% man and I agree he should have it should have went retroactive a week or two however short period of time right yeah, if you're uh, if you're within a school uh, distance of a school, I mean, those kids are riding by your house. That's a that's a hell of a. I mean, you shouldn't have it anywhere in town. But I mean, well, if it's gonna be that close to a child, man, no doubt. Well, and the, the amount of shit he was producing in there is was unbelievable. Right and next to a school, what do they do? They usually blow up, and they're a pretty right. nasty right. explosion. Oh, Why'd you do that? I was next to one when it happened. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, oh. I was in the house next door when it happened. But on my, I was on the podcast. One of my stories. Yeah, it was one of my stories. I saw a guy on fire running down the street. It was, yeah, it was. It's it's a. And the, uh, being from Rush, Colorado, Ron, I grew up here. Oh, did. Before I moved to Pueblo for years, but yeah, so that kind of shit, I wasn't around ever. Huh. You know, I didn't. The meth stuff. I mean, I'm sure it was in town back in the early early 90s, late 80s, but I was oblivious to it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'd look at it and what what you use to make it hell they were using brake cleaner fluid <laughs> and all that oh you're really and you're gonna jab that stuff into your yeah. body out of control what a dumbass that's a you are a dumbass so but you know what it's it's a problem it's, it is a problem and it is a problem what do you do about it though well it's a monster it's hard to contain so see, biden's just gonna start handing out crack pipes yeah, to people who yeah, want it yeah. what the hell is that i don't know i might grab one just in case you know the end of the world comes i don't want to be sober when that meteor hits raw that's all i gotta say you know yeah. <laughs> i want to be hearing the voices like a tv like a lot of your fucking voices are talking about but the meteor's on its way so get it out now voices in my head so i don't want to hear nothing just take it right 
Uh, before we go, Ron, one more plug for the NRA, man. So uh, we're going to put your links below uh, so they can find the events. How many events did you say you do a year? We do one a year. Okay. Um, they have them. The Friends of NRA are done all over Colorado. Um, they have a district representative that does it for us. We have one here in Fort Morgan. Uh, well, that's at the banquet itself is actually in Wiggins. Uh, they have one in Akron, um, Greeley. So they're scattered out at different times. Right. They're all over the state. And then they have their state banquet, which is a culmination of all of them. Uh, usually in November, I think this year is in November 14th. Right. With so. the uh, current state of affairs in this country, Ron, has the NRA been getting more popular or has it been has it been tougher? Uh Gun sales have gone through the roof. I right. think Obama and Biden have been great yeah. representatives for right. Remington and, and the gun sales. Right. So uh, it's, it's been better for them than for the NRA. Yeah, so, it has. Yeah. Uh, they've taken a lot of heat. I know there's sure. a lot of people that protest them and want everything. They don't agree with it, so it's got to be. Yeah. Give it. Give it a month. I'll be pissed off with something else. Yeah, in this country anymore. If they're mad at something, just just write it out, man. Write it out. That'll be something that's going to be pissed off at yeah. you know in a month. So yeah, without a doubt, uh, people's people's outrage goes only as far as their convenience or their comfort will allow it to. Exactly right. You know, so when it's not cool, be pissed off at it anymore. Don't worry, it'll be. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm a big football fan. When so everybody's pissed off at the NFL, I was like, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I can land some cheap tickets. That's that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Those ratting bastards sell me those tickets for ten bucks so I can throw them away, wiping my ass with them. Whatever I gotta tell you, you know, <laughs> throw my yeah, way. So I can sit all right on the fifty yard <laughs> that's line all I can. next to the beer stand. Yeah. Whatever it takes, man. I'm, I'm not proud. So clubhouse, or you can get beers right there and watch the game. That's pretty dangerous, Ron. Yeah, I, it and is. I, and I hate to see the inflation, the Broncos uh, prices this year for beers. It's gonna be. <sighs> I'm going to have to smuggle in a bottle of uh, whiskey like a prison or something. You know what I mean? Well, what were they, like five fifty, six bucks a beer at the game now? Yeah. I if mean, it stays track with fuel, oh, man. you're going to be paying 15 well, bucks a beer. The end of April, I went up to, uh, I was up there for a monster truck thing. Like a bottle of water was like seven fifty. Wow. I'm like, are you kidding me? And right. I, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm really thirsty, but I just can't order a seven dollar fifty cent bottle of water. <laughs> I, I'd rather just slaughter you and drink your blood, woman. That's you know. God, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, that is crazy, and it's and part of it. The sad part is it. It's part inflation. It's part because they can. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Working the system because they can, and I guess. God bless capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? If I was in that position, I'd probably rape you on the price, too. Capitalism or corruption. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, man. So, Ron, I got to tell you three great stories. And uh, I, I'll give you props. I thought the Halloween one was absolutely true. That was the one in my head. I thought, well, that one's probably legit. So, that was that, it's, it's hard to fool both of us. Well, when Steve lit it and it was the gas, he had no. He did not run out of gas. He didn't quit running until he right. was the one that went under the fence right. into the drive-in. Right, that's so awesome. Well, Ron, I just added the slap in the face because <laughs> that's what you deep down want to see. Like I did. I hope she got it somewhere. Because hey, you know what? That's how you know you're good friends with somebody. You love them. You want the best for them. 
but you kind of enjoy when shit happens but to them. But I don't want to laugh yeah, right Yeah, yeah, yeah you, know, you want to have some kind of dirt on them to rub in their face. So, Ron, you were great, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad Christine I'm glad told she, me about it. Well, I'm yeah. glad Ryan had it and I got to right. watch his. That was, right. you and guys do a good deal. I take suggestions. If you have a buddy or something you think would do well, let me know, man. We'd love to have him on, man. So I'll call Steve, see if he'll come and give some of his. That'd be great. And you know what? You're welcome to come back one of these days. Hey, I would enjoy that. I had a list of about nine of them. And was like, That's cool. Okay, which ones? I yeah. got these three. This one I can add lib that. So there's yeah. there's two different kind of people that come on this podcast. Some of them say I don't have any stories, and then it turns out they have some of the best stories. And then guys that are they're people that are like I don't know how to narrow them down, you know. And then they also do awesome. So it's it's fun to watch. So, but Ron, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a pleasure. It and was a pleasure. I'll once again, back. for all Ron's stuff, you can check it out in the description below. We'll have links to all his uh, websites or however to get to hold the NRA stuff so you can check it out and go to the events and support that locally and uh, thank you again man thank you it was a pleasure I'll be back I'm Moose Lundstrom I'm Adam Vokey catch you next time bye